0: Random question. Have you ever been lost in a new city, clutching your phone like it's the last chocolate chip cookie at a birthday party? Yeah, me too. (laughs) It's okay. And yes, I'm going somewhere with this. Please stick with me. Google Maps can often be our best friend, right? It's funny how much we take it for granted. It's guiding us through streets that look like they were named by someone just randomly throwing Scrabble tiles on a board. But here's the thing. Be it Google Maps or Waze or Apple Maps, pick your fancy. For today, we're just going to stick with Google as it's just easier. So Google Maps is fantastic, right? For helping us navigate through those, uh, perhaps unfamiliar streets, right? Avoiding traffic jams and even suggesting the best pit stop for a cup of coffee. It's like that reliable friend that's a local. Someone who always knows the ways around and even some shortcuts that only the natives know. But what about the winding alleys of our emotions? You know, those inner roads that don't necessarily have clear signs or even stoplights at all to guide us. The ones where you can easily find yourself at a dead end of confusion or just circling the roundabout of self-doubt, we've all been there. So if that's the case, who's our Google Maps for our emotions? Is there an app that can reroute us when we're stuck in the traffic jam of our own anxieties or guide us smoothly through the one-way streets of bad relationships? It's a deep question, right? Because while technology has obviously advanced leaps and bounds in helping us navigate the physical world, the emotional world is just a place we often find ourselves on a map, stranded even. And that's where our compass comes in. It's the closest thing we have to an emotional GPS, guiding us through these difficult paths of empathy, of love, or even just a simple connection. Compass, what do you mean Chad? Compass of what? Well, compass of compassion. I'm gonna say that again, compassion. It was interesting when I was doing the research for this episode that I looked up the history of the word compassion and it's actually Latin and the original translation means to suffer with. And then there was another one and I have to admit, I got a little emotional when I read it. To endure hardship together with another. Oh, I have chills right now. I'm going to say that one again. To endure hardship together with another. (laughs) Just, I'm done. Just call it a day. I could just sit with that for so long. There's so much to chew in that. Right? Call it a day. End of episode. Okay, I'll continue. I'll continue. But you know how a compass always points north, right? It's giving you a sense of direction when you're lost in the woods or when you're wandering around through a new city. Think of compassion as your emotional compass. It's something we really don't think about, is it? But it's like that mentor who nudges you to understand. People rather than jumping to conclusions or just avoiding them like they're last week's leftovers. Here, let me explain. Imagine you're at a family gathering, right? And you're, let's say, your uncle starts talking about his views that are, eh, let's just say, a little different from yours. So instead of rolling your eyes or mentally checking out, compassion helps you stay open. It's like your inner GPS that says, you know, let's try to understand where Uncle Ralph is coming from, even if we don't agree. It's that gentle tug that pulls us away from being indifferent or worse yet, hostile. (laughs) Let's be real. In a world where we are so divided by so many things, be it politics, be it beliefs, who puts pineapple on pizza or not, compassion is the bridge that helps us get over those gaps. I'm gonna say that again, it's really important. Compassion is the bridge that helps us get over those gaps. It's like that trusty compass that not only points north, but also points us towards seeing the good in others, towards recognizing that we're all just humans doing our best. So today I wanna get comfy and I wanna chat about this inner compass of ours, compassion. How does it help us make sense of this messy and beautiful and confusing world of human emotions and connections? And also truth be told, how do we politely say no thank you when someone offers a slice of pizza with pineapple? I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three, two, one. Ah, the joys of being lost in a new city. (laughs) Speaking of which, my family and I, we recently traded the familiar streets of Charlotte, North Carolina, for the historic charm of Savannah, Georgia. It's a long and somewhat personal story, and I'll spare you, but let me tell you. It's a whole different world, right? We've gone from knowing our way around everywhere blindfolded to now relying on GPS for everything, even finding the nearest coffee or where to take our dog for a walk, but coffee's always first. But you know how the streets feel like a never-ending maze when you're somewhere new, right? Each turn offering a new adventure or sometimes a dead end, it's a mix. Being excited and also, oh boy, what have I gotten myself into? So let's be honest. That's just like the emotional roller coaster that we ride every day. One minute we're on cloud nine, and the next we're stuck in a roundabout of confusion, wondering which exit to take. So, what's our emotional GPS? What helps us not just survive, but thrive in this complex world of feelings and relationships yes compassion but chad 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 hold on hold on a second isn't it just more about feeling bad for someone i mean what does it really mean to be compassionate is there more than just offering a a pitiful glance (laughs) glad you asked here if you're in a safe space close your eyes Imagine yourself strolling down, well, let's say Savannah or just a city that you've never been, right? You're strolling down this city on the cobblestone streets and you see someone struggling to carry a bunch of grocery bags. What do you do? Hmm. Do you pretend that you're engrossed in your phone or do you offer help? That my friends is your compassion compass at work. It's that little voice inside that says, hey, you know what? Let's make life a little easier for someone else. But here's the fun part. Here's where it gets juicy. Compassion isn't just a one-way street. It's a roundabout that leads back to you. I'm going to say that again. Compassion is not just a one-way street. It also leads back to you. How many times have we swept our own struggles under the rug, like crumbs after dinner, while we're busy caring for others? It's like being a tour guide in everyone else's emotional city, but forgetting to explore our own. You know, speaking of self-compassion and taking care of ourselves, I've recently been using One Skin. And let me tell you, i love it it's been a game changer Uh, it was founded by a team of four female longevity scientists yes there is such a thing one skin is all about targeting the root causes of aging not just the surface level signs i've been using their flagship product os1 face and it's made a noticeable difference in my skin's firmness and overall appearance my wife actually commented the other day on it It's vegan, it's cruelty-free, and my favorite, fragrance-free. So if you're looking to give your skin the love it deserves, check out One Skin. For a limited time, you can get 15% off with the code calm, C-A-L-M, at oneskin.co. That's O-N-E-S-K-I-N dot C-O. Leave out the M. That's 15% off at oneskin.co with the code COM. Now, speaking of giving ourselves the love that we deserve, thank you, once again. let's dive back into the topic of self-compassion. You know that heavy load of groceries that we talked about just a little bit ago? Sometimes you're the one juggling all those bags, maybe even while trying to answer a phone call and keep your hat from flying off in the wind. Life gets overwhelming, right? And guess what? It's okay. It's perfectly okay to ask for help or to just take a breather. It's like pulling over at a rest stop during a long drive. Sometimes you just need to pause. You just need to refuel. Self-compassion isn't about throwing yourself a pity party with balloons and sad music. No about giving yourself the same TLC that you would give to someone else, especially a dear friend. Would you tell your best friend to just suck it up if they were struggling? (laughs) Probably not. You'd offer a listening ear, some kind words, maybe even a cup of tea or just a hug. So why not extend the same kindness to yourself? Have you ever stopped to think that you, yes, you, deserve a slice of that compassion pie? It's not just food for thought. This is a full course meal for the soul. Now, compassion has a highway that runs parallel to itself and that's empathy. Think of empathy as stepping into someone else's world for a moment but without losing your own emotional footing. I'm going to say that again, it's a lot to to think through. Think of empathy, stepping into someone else's world just for a moment without losing your own emotional footing. It's like being a guest in someone's home, right? You respect their space, but you also know you're eventually going to go back to your own place, right? Have you ever heard of compassion fatigue? Imagine it's like your emotional battery running low because you've been giving out too much energy without recharging. It's like driving through a storm with windshield wipers that just can't quite keep up. So how do we keep our emotional balance? I am an extreme empath by nature. So how do we empathize without feeling like we've just given away every last bit of our emotional energy? And the word I'm about to tell you, the very first thing that you're probably gonna think is a negative thought about this, because this word has a connotation of negativity. But I want you to be very open with what I'm about to say. If you're in a safe space, close your eyes with me. With your eyes closed, receive what I'm about to say. The word is boundaries. The key is boundaries. I want you to think of boundaries. like it's um an emotional portion control. You wouldn't eat an entire cake in one sitting, right? Well, okay, maybe you would, but you would probably regret it later. But the same goes for empathy. Take in what you can handle. Offer support, but also know that know when to step back, recharge your own batteries. It's not selfish, it's self-care. If you're wanting to have that deep, sustaining, meaningful, hey, let me help you with this kind of empathy, you have to take care of yourself before there's no self to any longer take care of. You can't pour from an empty cup. Did you hear that? You cannot pour from an empty cup. So what do we do with this? What do we do with this compass, right? Like, how do we even just open it up, look north and begin walking? Well, there's action steps. And after some self care, after that moment of quiet over a coffee and chocolate chip cookie, or that book on a rainy day, or yes, even catching up with a friend, whatever restores your soul, compassion takes action. Compassion isn't just some warm, fuzzy feeling. It's rolling up your sleeves and diving in. It's the bridge between I feel you and I've got you. So what's your game plan? How will you fine tune your compassion compass today? How will you make your way through this intricate, this beautiful, sometimes bewildering maze of human emotions? which is why I smile every time I get to say this. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life is full of twists and turns, right? You know this. And sometimes we could all use a little guidance and that's where BetterHelp comes in. It's an entirely online therapy platform designed to be convenient and flexible. Just fill out the brief questionnaire, and you'll be matched with a licensed therapist. Even if you're not vibing with them, even if they're like going south and you're going north, you can switch at any time. No extra charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com com C-A-L-M-I-T Visit there today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com. H-E-L-P dot com slash com /com it, C-A-L-M-I-T. You know, speaking of maps and guidance, it's not just about finding your way through streets of a a new city or navigating the complexities of life. Sometimes it's about the smaller daily things that keep us aligned with our true north. And that brings me to some actionable steps that you can take to fine-tune your own compass of compassion. I'm going to share with you two action steps to take. Because what good is a podcast if you only learn the what and not the how, right? So write these down. I highly recommend it. Action step number one. Your daily compassion diary. Before you hit the sack every night, how about a quick... Compassion Diary Entry. Just grab your journal or even your phone and jot down a couple of notes. Ask yourself, who did I lend a helping hand to today? Mm, Don't forget about numero uno. You. How were you your own best friend today? This isn't just navel gazing, right? We're not just kind of wasting time. It's a way to keep that compassion muscle strong and flex, but ask yourself these questions and write them down in your compassion diary. Action step number two, be someone else's emotional Sherlock Holmes. I said that slow so you could hear it. Be someone else's emotional Sherlock Holmes. Pick a person, really anyone from your circle. Just pick someone. Your mission, should you choose to accept, is to truly get what they're going through. Oof, man, this is hard. No judgments, no advice, just pure, open-hearted listening. Ask questions and invite them to share more. Offer a shoulder if they need it. Instead of saying, how are you, ask them on a scale from 1 to 10, how was your day? And no matter the response, simply say, oh wow, tell me more. They will. Again, no judgments, no advice, just pure, open-hearted listening. Think of this like emotional detective work. That doesn't just make you a better listener, but also creates a, a bond that makes life worth living. And just so you know, it may throw some people off, right? Just prepare yourself. Like um are you for real? Are you asking me these questions? Because maybe, just maybe, no one's ever asked about them in this way. So keep at it. Be persistent. Sherlock really like Holmes never solved a case the first time he walked into a room. Be inquisitive, be curious. And most importantly, be compassionate. Mm. And there you have it. That's it. A Couple of down to earth, doable steps to keep the compass of compassion pointing true north. And hey, let's not forget. I'm going to say it again. It's really important. Say it with me. <laughs> you can't pour from an empty what? Cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. To so make sure you're feeling your own as you go about feeling others. So the next time you're feeling a little bit lost, whether you're wandering down a cobblestone street in Savannah, or you're just stuck in a traffic jam of confusing emotions, I want you to remember your compass of compassion is your co-pilot. It won't reroute you to a dead end. It will guide you to a place that feels like home, Thank you for riding with me on this emotional road trip today. It's been real. It's been deep. And it's been a whole lot of fun. It's honestly one of my favorite episodes as of late. So thank you for listening. Thank you for living. And until our next adventure, keep that compass close. And join me again as we calm it down. To find more episodes of Comet Down, see where I may be appearing in your area, or to simply want to know where to send me some chocolate chip cookies, visit gometdownpodcast.com. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized, Sweet Tooth. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and not intended, nor should they. Serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis or render other medical advice to you. And you should only act upon the advice of this physician. Now I'm an extreme empath by nature but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this in future podcast episodes to aid those needs. So to find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit commentdownpodcast.com. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review, or better yet, share it with a friend. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of mental and emotional health. Thank you for listening. Thank you for living. And until next time, be kind to your mind and join me again as we calm it down.